We are here. We're here for Erin Who the podcast, which is very exciting. It's been a long time coming. I, it's been a long time since we've talked about Erin Who. Yeah, I'm goodness. I mean, like, okay. Aaron. Yeah, when did the last, when was your last blog post? Um, 2016, but okay, wait, 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 wait. let's start from the beginning because we got to, we got to really like explain for people who have no idea what Aaron who is, we can't assume that they're just going to come in and know Aaron who exactly. All right. Well, first let me say, hi, I'm Aaron, Aaron who, um, this is my new podcast. Um, I want to explain a little bit about where this started and where it's going and what I'm hoping for. But first, let me introduce my dear guest today, Sterling. Hello. Who has been with me for many years. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's kind of crazy to think about that. It's a lot of years. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, and a lot of capades mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of different starting different in high things. school and oh my god yeah. but we weren't even we weren't even really that close in high school no no we just had a couple of classes together here and there and then um and we then didn't... after high school was when we really got super close yeah yeah and the first year of college yeah yeah I mean I wasn't in college I was you unfortunately in college, in college. <laughs> I was doing other things which we're about to get into yeah what, what I was doing <laughs> So um, for those of you who are new and have never heard of Erin Hu, Erin um, Hu is my alter ego that I um, developed after doing sex work many, many years ago. Um, I went by the sex worker named Lux, Lady Lux. You remember her. Oh, Lux. You remember her. Um, <laughs> I know. Erin Hu and Lux. Are, okay, so, so let, me, let me start from the beginning. Lux was my sex worker name when I was a webcam model many, many years ago before webcam modeling was actually even a thing. Nobody was doing webcam modeling when I was, uh, when I first started doing Many that. years before OnlyFans. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I oh. was doing the original, the OG OnlyFans. Oh, thank yeah. you. Oh, not to brag, but. Um, so uh, I started um, doing that. And then after I left that industry, I created a blog called Aaron Who, where I talked about all of the um, sexcapades, as I like to call them. Uh, I talked about all of the sexcapades that I had experienced um, and then took it a little bit further and started, I was in between jobs in 2013 (laughs) and went through a little bit of a a weird mental space. and I decided to get sort of back into sex work and then start writing about it. Um, and I was answering <laughs> Craigslist ads for uh, models who, you know, there were, there was one where I had to work a Super Bowl draft party um, dressed in very skimpy clothes. And then I wrote about that. And then responding to people's ads for sugar babies that was something that I had to do as well. Unfortunately for me, none of those sugar baby like situations ended up being the kind where I didn't have to do anything because I did have to do something. And it wasn't that great of a time for me. Um, and the reason that it went away was because it actually ended up taking a toll on my mental health and just wasn't the right experience. So um, that is kind of where Aaron who started and I had more of a following than I 
ever really expected to. I mean, I'm not saying this because I was I'm your friend, but I was actually, I am a fan of Aaron Who and was so bummed when you stopped writing the blog because I would always get on it and the stories were just so wild and fantastic and real and very <laughs> oh they they were real because I wasn't just li- I wasn't just reading the blog I was also you getting the phone it. calls yeah, you, were, you were hearing the firsthand experience from, yeah from, yeah and then just enjoying the content after yeah. the fact um yeah so Sterling was there for all of all of it and the reason that I'm bringing this back though is because um I am currently I took, I resigned from my job because I went through some, another mental shift. Well, you are in a completely different position where you were prior. So this is not... This is not a drug-induced psychosis. No, no. I uh, decided to start selling my body on Craigslist. But you're also a mom now. And so taking time off for your mental health is good. But this is a great creative outlet. And it's fun. It is. And I'm really glad that you're here with me. Oh, thank you. Um, So the reason that I wanted to bring it back was because, and it's like what you said the other day, is like I was building a brand before I even realized I was building a brand. Yeah, I don't think Aaron who really ever died. It was just that you had to... That's why I never changed my Instagram handle. Yeah, you've you've always been... I always knew, yeah, I always knew that it would like come back in some way. How did you come up with Aaron who? Oh, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Thank you for asking. Um, so <laughs> it goes back to MySpace, um, which I I know, <laughs> RIP. Um, so Aaron Hu was something that I heard a lot in high school was we would be at um, our friend's house who always had a lot of people over and she'd get on the phone and somebody would be like, okay, who are you with? And I would be one of the people who were named. I was always there. I was a friend who everybody knew. Yeah. And everyone, for some reason, always said, Aaron who? <laughs> and I was always like, who else? Like, who the fuck else would it be? It's just me. It's only me. So um, that ended up being my MySpace name because mm-hmm. I was just kind of leaning into... I'm the chick who nobody ever remembers. Yeah. I'll meet you a thousand times and you're never going to remember. Hey, you made it work. I right. I, I built on that. Le- we're leaning in. Yeah. We're leaning in. So um, it went from there and um, I then it just kind of it felt right to be the name of the blog. It, it always kind of felt like me. Mm-hmm. Even though it was poking fun at the fact that nobody ever remembered me, I really made it my my own yeah and and that is who I am she's she and I and I speak about her in the third she's person she's I know <laughs> ah, she is back and it makes me really excited she's back in a healthier way in a much healthier way <laughs> and a non-self-destructive kind of way so how did you kind of get into these like positions that you were able to have these stories like what was the start of all of that I mean Honestly, camming is where that began. It was something that, I mean... Well, how did you get into camming? Oh, my God. Because that's an interesting story, too. That is an interesting story. Okay. Here we go. I was living in Chicago with my ex. Um, I moved out there for a guy, and I wasn't working, he and I decided that we were, wow, the guys in here are really going to learn a lot about me today. Hey, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so the uh, 
my ex and I decided that we wanted to do some swinging and we got on Adult Friend Finder, which I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. It probably is or in some capacity. There's some, probably a lot of different yeah. different like websites. I think you can even do that on like Tinder now. Oh, probably. There's probably dating apps. I mean, I remember swingers. on Bumble, it would be like couples, speaking couples or... Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, then it's come it's come yeah. a long way. We're, we're much more open to like sex than we used to be. This oh, was yeah. in... When I first started camming was in 2000... Eight, yeah. I mean, we're talking long time ago, uh-huh. long time. Babies. Yes. So I was in Chicago. Um, we were on Adult Friend Finder, and on Adult Friend Finder, there were ads everywhere for become an online model. And I wasn't working, and needed some kind of, you know, I yeah. need mon- I needed money. So registered on it, and started working from there. So I wasn't doing that for very long, came home and um, I met a friend whose name I will not, uh, I saw her at a party, somebody who we went to high school with. Mm -hmm. And um, she shared with me that she was doing that. And I was like, she and I had literally never had a conversation. I remember that, it was just like some- It was meant to be. Yeah, serendipitous. It conversation, was. Conversation, yeah. 100%. Like, it, it, there's no reason that she should have shared that with me other than, like, the stars aligned. And I know this, that's a really weird, like, <laughs> fun, like, like whimsical way to, to describe this, this situation, but that's totally what it was because it really, like, set up a lot of things that happened in my life afterwards. Mm-hmm. She lived and worked in a cam studio at the time, and then that's, that's how I really started doing that as my full-time job. Yeah, that whole, the cam situation was very interesting at that point because it was done at... It was taboo. Oh, very taboo, but it was also done at a house. Yeah, I mean, it was really sketch. It was not, you know, I wish that OnlyFans existed then Mm -hmm. because it seems like a much safer way to do sex work. Yes. Um, and, And the way that it was, like, I thought it was safe, but because it was men who were managing that studio I know we call it a studio but it was a house and I also lived there and Mm. I would work from the bed that I that I like slept in um I had my own area that I would that I would work and kind of live out of um well you and other girls too yeah there were other girls Mm -hmm. I shared a room Mm -hmm. but we had like a divider between our between our beds and um yeah, there were a lot of girls who would come and work during the day. And wow, I can't, I did not even expect to like talk about this in the first episode. But this is, no, it's a good thing. Yeah. Like, like I think there's a reason to, to really cover all of this. So the, yeah, w- there were girls who would come and work every day. I think at, at the max, we probably could have had 10 girls working at a time in that space. And you went to the house. You you know what it was. Oh yeah. You know how large that that, that place, place was. was huge, massive. And it was a really nice house too. It was a really nice yeah. house. Your room was insanely big. Yeah. Um, more than enough space for two. You probably could have thrown another one in there. There was somebody working in the closet. Oh, t- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Oh my gosh! Yes, there was. Yeah. Like there, a little little Harry Potter. In, yes, girls would work in the closet. There were girls shoved into like every corner of that house. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, you know, the, the people who managed that house were not, um, very good people. And one of them is now locked up Mm -hmm. for 
human trafficking. Yeah. So I got lucky. Shocking. I got yeah. yeah. I I got lucky with with that situation. I was I was never put into a dangerous. I mean I was put into sketchy situations, yeah. but I was never I was never harmed. Yeah. I think I got slapped in the face once, but and thrown into a locker, right? A locker. Like a metal cabinet. What what? I thought what you middle put... school movie do you think this is? Thrown into I a thought lock. you I thought there was a situation where he like pushed you into a metal He, he pushed me into a wall. Oh, okay. Into a wall, but yeah, the, it was just really shitty people. Just yeah. really not good people and I was too young to realize <laughs> at the time that I was in a very very like sketchy situation. I remember on Halloween um that guy made you locked me out. Well, not not just locked you out, but didn't he make you? Because you were what ro- uh, roller girl, right? yes. <gasps> and he made you tape up your roller skates because he so you couldn't like oh roll my around. God, they were your skates too. They were, oh, they, they were your roller skates. Yeah. I know. I, I because he didn't want me to fuck up the tile in the house. Well, oh then, my god! And then he the locked you out you anyway. That. That's so funny. He's he was a disgusting. Locked you out. Now he's locked up. <laughs> hey, okay. <laughs> so I had to cut that. <laughs> just cut. No, just kidding. We won't. We won't edit that out. I liked it. I liked Thanks. it very much. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of how camming started, and then from there, it went on for about two and a half years. Not at that same house. I ended up working from home. Um, it gave me a lot of flexibility, but it did take a toll. It really does take a toll on you because you really do get tired of having men hand bra, you. BB. Yeah, hand bra. Get naked. Just, it's very dehumanizing. Yeah. And I'm not going to say that women who do it now are not empowered. Like, if that's if that's empowering for you, absolutely. More power to you. I love that for you. For me, I could no longer do it. And I was doing it in a very different way than, mm-hmm. than a lot of women do it now. So, or a lot of people do it now. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's that was kind of the origin of Erin Who, or of Lady Lux, and then I started writing about it in the Aaron Who blog and people really were interested, I think, because I was talking about something that wasn't really mainstream mm-hmm. at that point. Still in 2016, OnlyFans wasn't a thing, I don't think. Or at yeah. least if it was, it was super like hush-hush and people still weren't talking about openly about sex work. Yeah, no. So the fact that I was doing it and talking openly about it was kind of, I think, jarring and maybe confusing, but also like... There's a certain level of like voyeurism. People want to oh, yeah. know. Well, it's fascinating from the outside. It is. And especially in the way that you're telling it, it makes people just want to listen. But also, I remember you getting people that were curious, but then almost like not hateful, but not nice. No, no. People weren't very nice. There, there were some people who thought I was lying too. I got a, I got some people who were like, you might be a good writer, but this is this is all bullshit. And it was like I don't. Um, I can verify I that lie. that's all true. I, I don't. Yeah, right. Like I don't have to lie to to hold. Like I'm not a fiction writer. No. I never have been a fiction writer. Mm-mm. I write from my experiences, and that's what I know. And mm-hmm. so that's how I write. But um, yeah. So the reason that I wanted to bring it back is because I've been working on another podcast project. Dead Dad Club, which um, is kind of self-explanatory, and I wanted to just make a little a mention of it here. But um, but because that's going to be something that's only monthly, I wanted to do something for myself that that was that's more centered around Aaron Who um, talking about all of those experiences, telling all of the stories that I have because I have so many of them. 
um, and just trying to build a little community here of people who want to hear some some strange stories and then talk about other things as well. I want to bring back some story time and and get into the nitty gritty of all of my sexcapades, but then also talk about mental health mm-hmm. and parenting and and life and what the fuck. I had an idea the other day I because I was sitting there thinking about something cringe that I said four years ago. Ugh. And it's like, why do we do this? Why are we like this? And I was like, that's something that we could talk about. Like all of the things that you say and then you sit and you're like, why did that come out of my mouth? So moving forward, I'd love to have this be something that I do weekly, maybe every other week, seeing as how I do have a toddler and who knows what life looks like in uh, with with a toddler and being able to actually make time for this. I am not currently working, or at least I'm 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 taking some time for myself. So I actually do have time for passion projects. And I think this is it. I'm glad that you're using this time for Erin Hu. I know. It's about time she comes back. It is. It is time for Erin Hu to come back. I feel a little weird about it because it feels it feels strange to do so much like self-promotion, especially when it's under your name. Yeah. And but I'm I'm really banking on the idea that, you know, people remember and people were invested in the blog. And I'm hoping that that means that they'll be invested in the podcast and actually listen. Because otherwise, Sterling, it's going to be you listening and me talking <laughs> every week. to you every week. <laughs> you're just going to be, you're going to be with your, your little AirPods in and laughing at all the stories you've heard 20 times uh, already. But they never get time. old either. They don't. And I think I'll tell them differently now. Well, like you were saying, you were reading your blog earlier this week and wanted to rewrite every single blog post because yeah. you've changed. Yeah. So it kind of has a different type of twist on it now than what it did then. I think it's it's almost like a rewatch. It is. Like a rewatch podcast. <sighs> but I'll, I, I don't know. Like, do you think that I should, for the blog posts that I've written, do you think that I like use those as kind of a map for telling the stories or do I rewrite them and then like story tell? I think that, I think you should keep the blog posts how they are yeah, and don't change you can't them. you can't delete I that I can't, I can't that's, go back yeah. in the, I can't go back in time yeah no I no can't no go no. back in time but I think you can take those blog posts and rewrite them in a way that you can tell the story, tell the story. Ver- verbally okay it's a different platform and remember when you know I've done a couple of storytelling events too I could bring yeah. those because those are very Aaron Hu-esque as well oh yeah there's, there's so much there's so much possibility mm-hmm. for Aaron Hu and I'm just I'm the one really... with the boy bander Yes. I don't know if we can name him, but ooh, he's got some shit going. That's why I'm too. saying. Oh, am I allowed to like say ooh? ooh. No, I'm gonna say his name. <laughs> I mean, what what's he gonna do? <laughs> what's he gonna do? He, you think he's gonna hear this? He's gonna hear this and say, <laughs> "Aaron, who?" Like, <laughs> literally, though, yeah. he he knew me by Lux. Oh, because oh, I, mm-hmm. I was. Oh my God, we missed that whole part too. All right, we're gonna come back. We're gonna have to circle back to all of oh, these. Oh, it's so things. good. Are you gonna come back and be and be a guest again? I will come back whenever you want me to. Oh my god. Yes. Okay. Because well, Sterling's on board. Yes, I am. Oh my goodness, and I'm so excited for everyone. Um, you definitely want to listen because just when you think it gets wild, there's okay. more. And there's literally there's more. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here for episode one of Erin oh, Hu, the podcast. Thank you for having me. So excited for you. Thank you. So excited. Thank you. Um, and thanks everybody else for, for listening. And hopefully you'll come back for episode two.
I will. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.